You're listening to the Muslims Down Under podcast. In this podcast, we reflect on topics related to Islam and Muslims, those that are often ignored or misinterpreted. Open your mind to understand what unites us and become mates with Muslims. Experience discrimination, and contemporary and relevant topics. Welcome back to another episode of the Muslims Down Under podcast. It's great to be here and recording again. We hope that you enjoyed the previous episode that we released in this series, and we're really looking forward to seeing where the conversation goes um, from here. As always, I am your host, Sana, Associate Editor with Muslims Down Under, and today we are really fortunate to be joined by Sabah, who is also an Associate Editor uh, with Muslims Down Under, and she's here to chat with us today. Hello, peace be upon you all. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm looking forward to having some great discussions in this space. Yeah, me too. And look, the podcasts that we're releasing um, are going to actually be released in a series, like we've said previously. And these series have a specific focus on contemporary topics. So these contemporary topics are those that are, you know, that, that form the common discussions that we often have with everyday people. It's when you talk to people about topics that you know they'll have varying views and opinions on. However, more often than not, these opinions that others have, um, and sometimes they're our own as well, can be based on misinformation. And what this misinformation does it is that it leads to a misunderstanding. And so on our podcast, we hope to educate our listeners to provide a clearer understanding of these contemporary topics so that we can have these discussions from a more educated point of view. Now, one of these common topics is, of course, the debate of culture and religion and how the two seemingly intersect and undoubtedly have an influence on one another. Absolutely. You know, there has always been an undefined intersection between religion and culture. And hence the confusion and misunderstandings arise when we see culture being represented as religion or vice versa. So it's important to understand the difference between the two and where exactly the intersections lie. And more so, how can someone determine whether what they see or hear about is as a result of either a particular culture or a teaching of a certain faith. Yeah, and I think the place to start, you know, bearing that in mind is that, you know, what is religion? And if we define religion, there are a few key understandings that we have to keep in mind. So religion, and I think this isn't news to anybody, is a particular set of teachings that provide an objective framework on how to live one's life. Religion comes from God. It's based upon these principles that reflect the attributes of God. So for example, um, all religions teach compassion and kindness. It's a fundamental attribute of God where he forgives our mistakes and is compassionate to those who seek his mercy and therefore religions teach us religious teachings teach us to be compassionate um, and kind but then if we look at culture culture doesn't have uh, doesn't necessarily have this objective standard it changes according to the world situation it's different based on social behavior on a particular custom even just ideas of particular people and positions in societies across the world in essence, I think it is a way of life. And, you know, this can include one's faith and religion, but it kind of appears alongside other things like what we eat, what we wear, our language, our traditions, our customs. And all of this kind of comes together and is, you know, what we know as culture. Yes. Yeah, so culture is something that we can say has been developed by man and it's been adopted by people within a society forming the social heritage of those people. 
And due to, you know, such nature, it tends to change as time passes. If we see people existing in centuries before us, they had very different cultures and traditions compared to what we see in our modern societies. Yeah, exactly. And I was recently reading a book recommended to me by a few friends called Sapiens, which you might have heard of because it's very popular. Um, It's written by Yuval Harari, a renowned historian and best-selling author. And in this book, he explains the historical nature and the concept of culture brilliantly. And it's something that, you know, I hadn't heard explained in that way. And he says that culture is something that was historically established based on these hypothetical or imagined constructs. So this was done to maintain a particular social order. These myths accustom people to think and behave in accordance with this particular standard. So again, you know, religion, we talk about as an objective standard, but here we're looking at things that are based on a hypothetical or imagined construct. These um, instincts, instincts are artificial. These artificial instincts, they've enabled absolute strangers within a society, within a community to cooperate effectively. And so then societies function smoothly. So it was seen as a positive thing. He continues to go on to explain, um, that previously earlier in the 20th century, it was commonly believed that every culture was complete. You know, there was no room for change. It just wasn't something that needed to be improved on because it ran smoothly. And like I said, then it didn't change because everyone just accepted it as such. However, we actually know now that this isn't the case. Uh, culture isn't stagnant. It doesn't just it doesn't just exist. Sorry. Yes, I remember when when we were discussing this topic as a potential topic, and you mentioned the book. I had read some of the pages, and it was definitely enlightening. I I found. What I found interesting was that he mentions that every culture has their basic beliefs and values, but these are in constant flux. And he's absolutely right regarding that point. With culture being a product of the people who constitute the society, disagreement in thoughts, different views, ideas, and values all lead to re-evaluation and criticism. And this consequently brings about change in that culture. And this is a point on which religion significantly differs. Because religion comes from God, as we have defined before, the constant flux or interpretation of religion does not exist. Now, I can understand that some may question that if religion comes from God, why are there so many different religions within different religious teachings? And the answer to this is that the purpose of any or all religions is to teach one on how to become a better person for not only the benefit of themselves, you know, for not only the benefit for that individual, but also for humanity. And we do this by practicing qualities that reflect the attributes of God. Now, these qualities of God, for example, as you know, we said before, being compassionate, being kind, being truthful, honest, being just, these qualities are permanent. No one can say that a religion does not teach these attributes. And these qualities are present and similar across all religions. The fundamental basics of religion are rooted in the human psyche, and these are unchangeable. And because religion is based on the laws of human nature, we can't change those. We can't change laws of human nature. They are universal and permanent. However, God explains within the teachings of Islam that these attributes and the teachings of religion have actually gradually been presented to prophets over time. 
and this too according to the capacities of the followers of those prophets. So every prophet was sent for the reformation of mankind, and that prophet taught religion based on the needs of that society. Prophets were sent for different societies over time based upon what reformation that society required. So, religious teachings were gradually presented to humanity according to man's intellectual and spiritual evolution. Yeah, I agree. And look, I think while humankind has evolved over time to what we see today, what is the present day version, the fundamental teachings of religion haven't changed. What has changed, however, um, are the interpolations of religion, which with the passage of time have evolved. So obviously with time, things do change, but it's important here to understand it's not those fundamental teachings. Every religion at its source has a distinguished set of teaching, those principal teaching, those core teachings. But over time, variations do begin to occur um, as a result of different people, because when people apply their own understanding of interpretations, it's where you, you know, this is where you result, um, sorry, this is where it results in many sects of different faiths. However, when you're determining whether a teaching or practice is genuine, and I think this is very important in understanding, um, you know, the nuances of this debate, is that you need to return to the original source of that religion. And in the case of Islam, of course, this is the Holy Quran and the practices and the narrations of the Holy Prophet, may the peace and blessings of God be upon him. It's about understanding, you know, what what are those true fundamental not change teachings. And on top of this, it's important to also know that Islam is actually the only religion in which its original sources or scriptures are free from any interpolation. They they are what they are. And obviously keeping all this in mind, discussing that, you know, religion is from God, culture is, a f- is not necessarily, um, well, it isn't set by reference to objective standards. We now have these definitions and we have this basic understanding, but I think it's incumbent upon us to dig a little bit deeper to actually get to the root of how one can influence the other, whether one can influence the other. Like, how does this all work? Okay, so when it comes to Islam, its teachings unite all Muslims, no matter where you come from or which culture you may practice. And it is important to understand this point. As we've said before, culture is a set of values and traditions originating from an individual's social heritage and therefore they can often play a big part in influencing the followers of a religion. However, religion on the other hand cannot be influenced. Its foundations are embedded in the holy scriptures. Confusion therefore usually arises when a given culture starts to influence the way people understand and practice their religion and this is where in present day, we see those varying definitions and the lines sort of being blurred between the two. And as we've discussed, variations in religion only occur because of the fault of man's intellectual uh, misunderstandings. Religion itself does not change. However, our understandings and interpretations are what cause the misunderstandings. So when we see religion being practiced differently in a certain part of the world, it is usually because the culture of that part of the world has influenced the way they interpret the religion. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And I think this distinction is imperative to understanding the basis of this discussion because Otherwise, it's going to lead to the misunderstandings. And, you know, these are the misunderstandings we're talking um, talking about at the beginning. I personally have been in many conversations where this distinction is not understood. And I'm sure that you've probably experienced the same because Mm -hmm. I find it's, um, it's, 
you can't blame anyone to have this misunderstanding. I find an easy way to explain this whole issue, I guess, is that we have Muslims, you know, living all across the world, right? They're people of all different uh, religions living all across the world. And we can say that, you know, there's an Italian Muslim, a European Muslim, and an African Muslim. Now, these three Muslims, they all belong to different parts of the world, and therefore they will have different languages, traditions, and clothing styles. So they all have different cultures. But fundamentally, they all still identify as Muslim. Now, their cultures may have an influence on their interpretations and practices of faith, but the religion itself doesn't change. And we know, and we've discussed this before, that you always look to the authentic sources to determine what is right and what is wrong in faith. You know, the Holy Quran and the teachings of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Exactly. And it's about understanding the delicate relationship between the two and knowing that culture is not always negative. However, at times, culture can definitely be opposed to religion and cultural values and customs can go against the inherent teachings of a pure religion, which then create inconsistency between the people that abide by that particular culture and the people that follow a particular religion. And therefore, when you say that religion can be opposed to culture, it's because cultural values can contradict what the religion itself teaches, even though a vast majority of people may consider them to be a part of their faith. But then this begs the question, how does culture influence religious people to act contrary to their religion? Because I feel that issues do begin to arise when communities start to blur the lines between what is a cultural t- tradition and what is actually a religious teaching. You know, to, I guess, better explain this by way of example, um, we can just look at things like forced marriages, honor killings, and even banning women from having an education. In some countries, a woman's right to an education is considered unnecessary and therefore they're prohibited from an education. So then this is the patriarchal culture of that country. And unfortunately, people think that this is then an Islamic teaching or something that Islam um, has prevented women from gaining an education. However, in reality, um, like I was saying, even though these countries may be Muslim majority, if we actually look to the teachings of Islam, and again, we go to the... um, the source, the authentic source, and we look at the Quran and the Sunnah of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, getting an education is actually held in high esteem and is absolutely essential for both men and women. So I think it's a very simple um, example to show you how culture can influence religious people to act contrary to their religion. Yeah, and perhaps more importantly, though, The distinction that is important to remember is that religion is different because it comes from God. And God states in the Holy Quran that he has perfected for us our religion. And he further states that there is no compulsion in religion. Whoever would like to believe in it can do so. And whoever would like to disbelieve in it can also do so. And so simply put, religion transcends culture. It is high above these cultural understandings and concepts. And as we discussed before, culture is a set of human-made elements that in the past have increased the probability of survival and resulted in satisfactions for participants in an ecological niche and thus became shared among those who would communicate with each other because they had a common language and they lived in the same time and place. However, religion doesn't rely on its its acceptance from people. Culture is reliant on acceptance 
for it to become the norm. Religion, however, exists in its authenticity no matter how people interpret it or practice it. We can't control how people translate their understandings of religion. They can translate their understandings both positively uh, positively and negatively. That is part of human nature. But to determine if what people are attributing to religion is really from a religion, we have to go back to its authentic source, as we've been reiterate, uh, reiterating, which in Islam, as we said, is the Holy Quran and the teachings of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. Yeah, that's exactly it. And the effect of religion on life is so much more than that. What religion has actually you know, managed to instill in mankind is much more than any culture has, and I think everybody can agree with that. Historically, religion has provided this clear-cut set of beliefs and practices that are based on human nature. It's what we crave as individuals and therefore influences society, um, has an influence on society much more than any sort of man-made cultural practice. You can't blame someone to, you know, conflate the innovations of culture and the teachings of religion. It's an easy thing to do. But we all have a responsibility to educate ourselves on, you know, what actually is a guideline of religion and what is an innovation of culture. This is exactly why Islam provides firm and just teachings for various injustices and inequalities, which we see within various cultures. Therefore, you know, again, emulating how religion always transcends culture, because these issues in culture can be rectified by looking to religion. And it's not the other way around. I think now, before we bring an end to to today's podcast, I'd just like to share a few examples that may help further understand the discussion that we've had. The first example is that Islam promotes freedom of conscience, speech and religion. And this is a right, a fundamental right that must be afforded to everyone. But in contradiction, we do see various cultures that hold people of other faiths or beliefs as inferior, or they treat them very unjustly. Now, people from a certain culture might think that robbing the freedoms of people from a specific race is ethical, and many from that same culture may also agree. But on the other hand, you would have those who consider it to be quite inhumane. And in this instance, you can very clearly see that culture is not providing an objective standard on how to make a proper judgment. And rather, it's religion that's providing that perfect objective way to behave in order to maintain peace within society. Now, similarly, Islam also establishes equity and peace for all people. And this is irrespective of their ethnicity, of their race, of the color of their skin. And The way Islam does this is by rejecting all forms of discrimination. By doing this, they consequently demolish all forms of cultural barriers of race, colour and creed, which are in fact the most divisive to humanity. And from these examples that I've shared now, we can see that the teachings of religion and in particular the teachings of Islam are something that cannot be compared to the practices of any culture. I think these examples are a great way to bring this episode to a close. And unfortunately, that is all that we have time for today. I do hope that this podcast has hopefully clarified some misconceptions you might have, maybe enlightened you in some way, was informative, and hopefully you learned something you didn't know. I hope, um, and you know, this is kind of what we aim for with the topics that we're picking for this series, is that, you know, this has ignited in you a desire to have a discussion, to talk about things, to maybe even ask more questions. And if you would love to ask those questions, 
We'd love to hear them and have the opportunity to answer them. Um, and to ask your question, just head over to the website, which is www.muslimsdownunder.com and ask your question over there. Um, maybe social media is more your thing um, in terms of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Um, and if that is, you can find us over there as well at MuslimsDWNunder. And we also have a Telegram account, uh, which you can subscribe to. We update you on any changes that are happening with the website or anything new that has been posted for you to have a read over and educate yourself on. And it's also a great way to just have a discussion um, and ask any quick questions that you might have because we do uh, monitor that quite frequently. I guess we'll wrap it up there. And uh, we do hope that you join us on the next episode of the Muslims Down Under podcast. Peace be upon you all.